Do you ever find yourself saying, gosh, if only there were more time in the day? Well, duh, Ash, don't we all say that? I know, you're right. It's definitely a frequent thought that crosses my mind too. Gosh, it seems like that would be the answer to all of our problems, right? But in reality, the more time we have, the more opportunities we have to waste time. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you how you can get more time in your day. Now you can use this extra time to work or play or a little bit of both. It's up to you. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehand, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be here with you for another episode. These productivity episodes are one of my favorites to record because I just love being more productive. I mean, who doesn't, right? Before we jump into all the good stuff, I want to take a quick second and just congratulate you for taking time out of your day to learn something new or to educate yourself, empower yourself. Because you're listening to this right now, I know that you are my people. You are the kind of mama who doesn't want to sit on the sidelines anymore. You want to take action. You want to grow your business. 2023 is going to be your year, the year where you get laser focused on your goals for your business, where you stop wasting time on those things that are not important and you get super intentional about how you spend your time. My name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder of The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community dedicated to support, educate, and empower mom photographers. If you're local to the East Valley, Arizona area, I also have an in-person meetup group that I love connecting with other business owners, mom business owners specifically. So I will link up all of the resources that I talk about or mention in today's episode in the show notes. So you'll be able to get all the information that you need. In addition to this weekly podcast, I also host the Side Hustler to CEO program, which is a six-month group coaching program for mom photographers who are ready to take their business seriously. They're ready to get step-by-step action plan of what they need to do in the right order. But the best part is you have me in your back pocket. You have me 
as your support system, as your guide and mentor to help you every step of the way through the program. If you're interested in more details, you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. Now on to the let's get personal section of the episode. I always love to share something that's going on behind the scenes that gives you just a little peek into who I am behind the mic. So I am just about finished with this new book that I got. I got it a few weeks ago, and it's called Meant for Good, The Adventure of Trusting God and His Plans for You. I don't know about you guys, but it has been a rough couple of years, pivoting with COVID, kind of bouncing around, trying to figure out where I fit in, right? Like, what do I want to do with my life? Even seasoned business owners go through this. And so I want to get vulnerable and share that with you because I feel like so often we put educators um, or other photographers on a pedestal and we think that they have everything together, but we all go through the same ups and downs of entrepreneurship, of motherhood, of being a spouse, of being a friend. It's rough and it's hard. And I have found myself maybe like over the past I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's been a few years since I started the Purpose Gathering. I've been confused. I've had so many interests and so many passions and so many things that I love to do. And honestly, I've spread myself way too thin. And I've really just come to find that I'm trying to do everything in my own power. Like, I'm really not leaning in to what God's plan for me is. And so this book has really given me so much insight into how I can fully trust him. So I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to be honest with you guys, because you are my people. You understand what it feels like. I understand what it feels like. And together, we can lean on each other and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone in our struggles. So I wanted to share that with you. Now I want to hear from you. The question of the episode is, what would you do if you had more time? And how I want you to answer this question is I want you to head on over to Instagram, find me at The Purpose Gathering, let me know you're listening to episode 125, and then answer the question, what would you do if you had more time? So as we walk through today's episode together, I want you to be thinking about that. As you find this time in your day, what are you going to do with it? I'm very curious to know. So please pause this episode right now and let me know, or at least do it at the end of the episode. Okay, the first thing that I want to talk about that will allow you to have more time in your day is to wake up earlier. Now, before you roll your eyes at me, because I know that some of you just did, I really want you to think about how simple that is. Just waking up an extra 30 minutes a day will give you 30 more minutes. Now, if you already wake up extremely early, you can skip this one, okay? If you have a newborn baby or a child who doesn't sleep through the night, maybe you save this one in your back pocket for later, okay? But for the rest of us who just conveniently like to sleep in, or maybe you're just woken up by your kids, 
or maybe you just prefer to have more time at night, hear me out for a moment. I used to be of the mindset that I could never be a morning person, like ever. I used to allow myself to be woken up by my kids. Like it was just amazing when they slept in and it was like a bonus, right? Or maybe you wake up to an alarm every day and you're just already hustling because your kids have school and it just feels difficult. I want you to give this a try. And if you've tried it in the past and it didn't work, please try it again. Because I'm telling you what, I heard this 18 times before I actually started doing it. And once I started doing it, it became life-giving for me to have uninterrupted time when I could just do whatever it is that I wanted to do. So this might mean that you're going to have to go to bed earlier to wake up earlier. It might mean that you aren't going to be able to watch as many shows on Hulu or Netflix as you normally do at night. But I want you to set yourself up for success by just giving this a try. So waking up 30 minutes earlier in your day, what are you going to do during this time? Remember how that's the question of the episode? Plug it in right here. You're going to get 30 extra minutes. What are you going to do with that time? Are you going to do a little bit of extra work? Are you going to do something just for you? I know for me personally, when I wake up in the morning, I try not to do any work. There are very rare occasions when I do have to get something done. But for the most part, this is my time to do whatever it is that I want to do. And I recommend that you have a morning routine, like something that you do, a rhythm that you flow through every single morning that just gives your brain something to think about. Because sometimes, often, I feel like if we don't have a plan for how to spend our time, we'll waste it. And that leads me into number two, how to get more time in your day is to put your phone away. Again, the eye rolling. We got to stop the eye rolling, ladies, okay? Because it's true and we know it's true. And that's why you're rolling your eyes because you're like, okay, Ash, I've heard all of this. Like, when am I going to hear something I haven't heard? But here's the problem. We hear things all the time, yet we know it's good for us, but we don't do it. And so this podcast is about calling it out, calling you out, calling me out. Why is it that we know we should put our phones away, but we don't? I'm going to challenge you to check your screen time often, regularly. See what it is that you are doing with your time. I think that's what's important as well. There is even a way to check how many times you pick up your phone every day. And I think that's so fascinating because if our phones are near us, we are so much more likely to check them. So... My recommendations for you, number one, is to charge your phone in another room so that when you wake up, you don't wake up to a screen. I tested this, not on purpose, actually, but I used to charge my phone in another room and then my little alarm clock that I bought died. And so I brought my phone back into my room and my life changed in a bad way. I would wake up every morning and the first thing I would do was look at my phone and then an hour later, I was like still scrolling my phone, reading emails, looking on Instagram, 
watching YouTube videos. And I just was like, how am I not getting done the things I want to do? And then every morning I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to check this one thing. And it would happen again. And it would happen again. And it would happen again. And I kept telling myself, I'm going to charge my phone in the other room. I have to get another clock so I can wake up. So anyways, long story short, I got another clock and I started charging my phone in the other room and everything changed because when I woke up in the morning, the first thing that I did was I grabbed the book that I wanted to read and I would start reading and then I would set a timer and I would do the next thing I wanted to do, which was journal. And then I'm still getting back into the habit of this, but then I would set a timer for me to do a seven to 10 minute workout. And I, it's so important, like I mentioned, that you have a plan for your time. So I know I said 30 minutes. That's what I want you to start with. I personally wake up at six and I give myself 90 minutes before my kids wake up to have that special quiet time to myself. If I want to read my Bible during that time, I can. If I want to just sit and pray, I can. If I want to, like I mentioned, read a book or journal or maybe get some housework done or look on Pinterest and look up some new ideas of how I want to, you know, decorate my room. However, I want to spend my time, I can. And that's what I want for you too. I think as busy mamas who are running a business, we forget to make time for ourselves Everybody else is always going to need us. That's not going to end anytime soon, right? Even when they're old and grown and out of our home, they're still going to need us, okay? It'll be in a different way, but it's just so important that we make time for ourselves and the things that we find enjoyable. Next, I want you to make it hard to get to your phone so that you're not reaching for it out of habit. So this is something too that has really changed for me. If I notice that I'm checking my phone regularly or I'm popping onto Instagram without like a real reason, it's just kind of like, oh, I'm bored. Let me hop on Instagram. I will go put my phone away like in the charging. We have a charging drawer. So I'll go put it in the charging drawer. I'll go put it on my nightstand. I'll put it completely out of the way so that if I actually need it, I have to go make an effort to get it. So it's not right next to me. And so I I really challenge you that if you put your phone somewhere that's hard to get to, you will be less likely to reach for it. And then you'll have more time in your day. And I don't have an exact number of how much time you'll get back, but I guarantee you'll get back at least 30 minutes a day if you charge your phone in another room and make it hard to access it during the day. Okay, number three is to get organized. Okay, one of the easiest ways to get more time back in your day is to get organized. Okay, we often spend so much time looking for things like important websites or links or passwords, right? I mean, can I get a witness on the passwords thing? I'm so annoyed with passwords, but I digress. It seems so simple to get organized, but it's one of those things where we can easily create a bookmark for a website or we can link it in an important info board on our task management system. 
I personally use Asana and I love it. I used to be a huge advocate for Trello, which I still like, but I found Asana and it's just a lot more simplified, I feel like. And there's a lot more robust capabilities in it. And I don't know, it's just less distracting for me. I think Trello was too pretty and (laughs) I just spent a lot of time making it look pretty instead of adding and checking off my tasks. So I think it's important to pay attention to the things that we are finding are slowing us down or the things that are taking up time in your day. Make a note of that on your phone. I love my notes app and then I typically will transcribe the most important notes on my app into Asana if I need that. But sometimes it's just taking note of the things that are taking up our time and then creating a system for it. So let's backtrack a little bit. So I said, you know, those important websites and links, we can create bookmarks for those. If we have a hard time remembering passwords, we can sign up for a service like LastPass, which I have not done, but it's on my list to do. But I actually have a Google Doc with all of our passwords on it. Now, if you were to find this Google Doc, the passwords are encrypted. So it's not like you would be able to go and just like copy and paste them. They're passwords that my husband and I know. And then I've just strategically taken out part of the password so that if anyone were ever to hack into my Google account, it would they wouldn't have access to the entire password, if that makes sense. But I can't tell you how much time this has saved me because I have probably like 45 sites plus that need a password and they're all generally unique, right? Where it's like, it has to be a capital is and a capital and have punctuation. And it just, it drives me crazy. So if we can be more organized in this way, we can absolutely get back more time in our day. So this is true for anything, not just business. This is true for things in your home life as well. Make that list of the things that are taking up the most of your time What are you finding you're doing on repeat that maybe you can automate things that you are always looking for or can never find? One thing that just popped into my head is our library card number. I never know my library card number. And so I finally just added it to a note in my phone. And now it's like so much easier to go log in and renew my books because I know my library card number. Anyways, totally random. But those are the types of things I'm talking about. Okay, another thing I want to talk about here is it's really hard to switch gears to go from one thing to another. So if we can predetermine what we're working on and when, that will save us so much time and brain power. Okay, these are the things that I feel like really slow us down because we love as mamas to be multitaskers. And it's really detrimental to be multitasking because that generally means that one task is not getting your full attention. And so things might be getting done, but they're not getting done with the amount of intention or the quality that you want them to. So I have started to really be a single task oriented person where if I can't answer within three seconds, what is the task I'm working on? I'm doing too many things at once. 
I'll be sure in the show notes to link um, some complimentary episodes about like time blocking and productivity, because I feel like that'll really help with this when I'm talking about like predetermining what you're working on. So basically having blocks of time in your schedule where you're like, okay, it's Tuesday at two o'clock. I'm going to be working on house chores. On Thursdays um, from nine to 11, that's when I have some childcare. So I'm going to be working on writing blog posts and editing photos, right? So you're kind of getting really specific as far as when you're going to be working on what tasks. Next, I've mentioned this already, but you really need a system to manage all of your to-dos and schedule them. So I mentioned Asana already, and honestly, this is going to be a huge game changer for getting more time in your day, is just being able to organize all of your to-do items. So The way that I use Asana is I have several boards that correspond to different parts of my business. So I have one for marketing, one for my podcast, one for PR and pitching, one that's a personal board, one um, for just like general CEO tasks, one for my side hustler to CEO program. And then within each of those boards, I have different sections of my business. And then I'm able to go into each of those sections and add specific checkoffable tasks. Then I'm able to go in and assign them to me or my team members. And I can set a due date. So what's really cool is every morning when I sit down, I open up Asana, I click on the My Tasks tab, and anything that's due today will show up. And then I can also scroll through and see what's due upcoming. And so it's really important that you have this system in place so that you can plan ahead. If this is something that you struggle with or this is something that you need more support with, I actually offer one-on-one deep dive strategy sessions where we go through and we really map out your entire quarter for the year. And I teach you exactly what to do to plan this. Then I teach you how to break down all of your goals into weekly action plans. So just like I talked about, we go over your ideal week, we go over your time blocks, I help you narrow down your goals, then we break them down. And then I help you schedule those tasks using Asana. So this is a done with you service. And then what's great is you get the recording of this 90 minute deep dive session, and you can duplicate the process for every quarter hereafter. So if that's something you're interested, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash deep dive, and you can find out all the details about how to book your session. Okay, and finally, the last thing that you can do to get more time in your day is to manage your time more strategically. Okay, I jumped ahead a little bit, so I'm going to circle back, but I mentioned earlier to identify the things in your life or your business that are taking up a lot of your time. But now we're going to take that a little bit of a step further, and I want you to create a simple system for them. Okay, so these are just a few examples, but maybe Instagram planning is taking up a lot of your time. So head on over to episode 121. You can grab my simple... Instagram planning strategy, or you can create your own. It's totally up to you. But if you have a more simple system to follow, it won't feel so daunting. 
Another thing that you might consider thinking about is streamlining your editing. Maybe your editing is taking you way too long. Can you hire somebody who is very quick with editing that can teach you some tricks and tips? Can you sign up for a course that would teach you how to be more streamlined with your editing? Can you outsource your editing and just hire a company like Photographers Edit to just take that off your plate completely? I mean, there are so many things that we can do to get more time back. Another one too that's really stressful for my family and I is meal planning and meal prepping. This is something that I always struggle with. So what can you do to make it more simple? I was talking to a student of mine the other day, and that was the exact advice I gave her. It wasn't in in regards to meal planning, but it was something else in her business. I think it was blog posts. It was creating blog posts that was totally stressing her out. And I was like, okay, you just need to think of how to make it more simple. When things are feeling stressful for me, I ask myself that question. What could I do to make this more simple? And really strategically, what it comes down to is done is better than perfect. I know that's an overused cliche, but it is true. And if we could just think that through and really apply that to our life, like how can we focus on being okay with things being done rather than perfect? Because nothing will ever be perfect. And there's always room to grow in anything and everything that we do. So we might as well get it done, put it out into the world, and then learn from that and and do better next time, right? So that is my motto, and I want to share that with you as well. Next, when it comes to managing your time more efficiently, time tracking is such an important tool. And this is something I feel like a lot of people really struggle with and they don't want to. But toggle.com has an incredible way to time track. And I'm not even joking, you guys, when I tell you it is like a fun game for me to try to be faster than I was before. So like, I just always want to give myself like a little bit more than enough time to get something done. And then because you can do a Pomodoro or you can do just like straight up time tracking, like a straight up stopwatch kind of thing. But I definitely think that it helps you at the end of the week evaluate and say, okay, what did I spend most of my time on? Did I get any inquiries? Where did those inquiries come from? Like, this is what a CEO does. And I know it feels overwhelming. But if you don't time track, you'll never know where your time is going. So I feel like this is so valuable in knowing how you can get more time back in your day. Another quick tip that I wanted to give you was to create a list of tasks that you can do in less than five minutes. So these are like little things where you're like, okay, I want to organize my drunk drawer, which it depends on how big your drawer is, but like I can organize mine in five minutes. So try to find things that you can do in less than five minutes. Maybe you need to fold a small pile of laundry, or maybe you break your laundry up into three piles and you're going to you know, fold one pile three times throughout the day, five minutes each time. Create a little list of things that you can do in five minutes, and you'll be so surprised at how much you can accomplish. I bought this course once about how to get your kids to help more around the house, and she had this genius idea of doing a five-minute tidy like multiple times a day, and you would just set a timer and you just challenge the kids, we're going to clean up 
you know, the kitchen area for five minutes. When the timer goes off, we're going to, you know, we'll be done for now, but we'll do another five minute timer later. And it was just incredible. I've tried this with my kids. We do this constantly. It is so incredible how much you can get done in five minutes. So keep this little list on your phone. And anytime you find yourself having five minutes, like you're waiting for a kiddo to find their shoes or to, you know, go pack their lunch or whatever, check this list and say, okay, what can I do in five minutes? Instead of getting on your phone and scrolling Instagram for five minutes, what can you do to be productive in that five minutes? This is another tip that I heard that I love. If something takes you less than a minute, just do it. Like folding a pair of jeans, for example. (laughs) Like, why do we just want to like throw our jeans on the floor when we take them off or put them on our dresser? That's what I do. Or a chair or something. And it's like, okay, if I literally just folded these jeans in, it would take me less than a minute, like probably 30 seconds. But if you let this pile up, day after day after outfit after outfit, you're going to have a 20 minute job on your hands putting away all your clothes that you didn't wear or you just didn't want that day. One more thing that I just think is so silly and funny, but I used to go to bed some nights without washing my face because I thought it took too long. Like, I don't know why, but when you're tired, you're like, oh my gosh, it just takes so long. It's like a 10 minute process. And then one night I was like, you know what? I'm going to time myself to see how long this really takes. I literally washed my face in less than two minutes. (laughs) So now I can remind myself that it doesn't take that long and it's worth two minutes to just wash my face. This principle is true and can be applied with everything. So when you think that you don't have enough time to do something, I want you to ask yourself, how much time would this actually take? And then when you actually go do the thing, time it and keep track of this. I used to think that it took 30 minutes to fold laundry. I know. Who thinks it takes that long? And maybe it would take you that long if you had like 10 loads, but I'm just talking about one load of laundry. Like it does not take me that long. So I timed it and I made it fun. I put on some music and I was like, I'm going to see how fast I can fold my laundry. And it wasn't that bad. So I think that we need to just readjust our priorities sometimes, get some new perspective on time and make it fun. Okay, just to recap, friends, the four things that you can do to get more time in your day is to number one, wake up earlier. Number two, put your phone away. Number three, get yourself organized. And number four, learn to manage your time more efficiently. All right, my friends, I hope that you found value in today's episode. If so, please take a screenshot of it share it out on Instagram and tag me at the purpose gathering. And while you're there, let me know what you're going to do with more time in your day. So I've given you so many tips and strategies for getting more time. Now, what are you going to do with it? I really certainly hope that you're not going to waste it and that you're going to put it to good use. Let me know how you're going to spend your time. And I can't wait to see you next time. As always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. 
To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.